Hello, and welcome back to the Music Majors Club podcast, the Music Majors Club Unpacked. My name is Jesse. We are going to dive right in. As you can tell, it is spooky season. Woo! Happy October. Uh, I have a lot of really cool uh, things to talk about today's podcast because we are talking about all things spooky, scary skeletons. I have the set all designed to be scary. Don't worry. It's not too scary. I promise. It's like TVG, maybe TVY7, some spooky, scary things back here. I literally have, this is my favorite picture, this um, little, uh, I guess that's a picture. It's not a painting. It's a piece of decor from Target. It's if you aren't watching visually, if you're just listening, it's a picture of a cat, a black cat in in a little pumpkin. It's so cute. And I have a little black cat. His name is Spooky and it looks just like him, except this one doesn't have yellow eyes and he has yellow eyes. Maybe I'll color them in or something, but it's one of my favorites. I think it's so cute. And some other spooky, scary things here, um, you know, alongside my Music Majors Club sign from my bestie over at Weed Book Club who made that for me. But, and I'm wearing a spooky shirt. So all the spooky things this episode, just in time for October. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with the set. Yeah, lots of cool stuff. You see that? If you're not watching on YouTube, come on over. Come on, YouTube or visual, wherever, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. If you're not v visually seeing this. A lot of cool stuff in this episode. Really setting the tone, I think, for a very spooky, scary topic. Um, I have been so excited to talk about this topic because... When I first learned about this, this was one of like, this was, this was big time. This was, this really, I thought about this topic all the time for so long. Um, as a musician myself, this is something that was just so cool to learn. And back in the day when I was really first starting to make videos and content like this on on YouTube, where I would talk about things, I had, I wasn't doing the podcast, obviously. I was just doing like simple things. This was one of the very first things that I was like, I have to talk about this. This is so cool. I am just always thinking about what I'm going to talk about next on this podcast. So I am really enjoying this. I'm really loving it. Um, thank you for being here. And as the title says, we're going to talk about something that's called the Dies Irae. Wow. And you might be wondering, well, what the heck is that? And what does that have to do with scary stuff? You know, all the Halloween theme stuff. Guess what? I'm going to tell you all about it. So don't you worry. Sit back. Relax. Um, we're going to really get into it. We are going to unpack this concept of the Dies Irae. And I've got a lot of notes here. I got a lot on the um, agenda here for me to follow. So don't you worry about me. I've got this. Okay. Um, like I said at the beginning, this is one of the, this was a really cool concept that I learned in music and haven't been able to unthink about it. I think about it all the time. I'm listening to it, listening for it, I should say, all the time. Um, uh, la, 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 la. when I went to school for music, I learned about the D we learned like all types of stuff, like music history, different, like, you know, how music is made, how music is recorded. But we took music history class, like to learn about all the different types of music, where they've stemmed from, where they come from, how they were built. And this was in a music history class. I will never forget. I don't know what year I was in. As I just say, I would never forget, but I remember being in a class 
learning about this and I was like, this is blowing my mind. So if this has not been enough of a buildup and incentive for you to keep listening, I don't know what is because this is like literally that meme that's like, I think about this all the time. I think this is my favorite thing. I always am thinking about this or whatever, you know, you know the one. Um, yeah. So my goal with this is to teach you about what this is and hopefully you will also listen for it and find it everywhere you listen to music because it is everywhere. So let's get into it. The DS Day is a sample. It's a, it's a, it's a musical melody. We'll call it. It's a melody that is, um, in a lot of scary stuff in horror stuff in, and in the non-horror stuff, the purpose of the melody is to invoke and evict something bad is coming. Whoa, scary. I know. Um, but remember, TVG, TVY7, it's not going to get that scary. I swear there's not going to be any like chainsaws or anything super scary. It's, this is just because this is everywhere. This is in all music. This is in movies. This is in films. This is like everywhere. I think we should just play it. Okay, so here it is. I'm going to play it for you. Ready? It's quick. And it goes on, it continues a sequence of, of, of notes, but that's the main form of the diezire. Let's hear it lower. Whoa. Okay, so let's unpack it. If it doesn't sound immediately familiar to you, that's okay. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to learn. We're here to entertain. We're here to talk. We're here to have the conversation. That is most notably known in, I think, our current society that a lot of people will recognize from the main theme title of The Shining. Okay. If you've never seen The Shining, that's okay. Um, if you just listen to the initial trailer, it's literally just those, it's those notes and it's super scary, super intense, super wah. Um, so that is where like it is most notably known right now these days, I guess. Um, but as, as discussed, it was initially intended um, and created for the, the, uh, the sound of suspense and uh, that something bad is coming. So let's unpack it. The D.A.C.A. is a uh, Gregorian chant. So it was originally created by Catholic monks in the 13th century. All right. So super long time ago, right? Catholic monks in the 13th century, created this Gregorian chant. That's just one teeny tiny little part of it, okay? There's so much more to it, right? It's a huge um, song. It's a huge piece. It's a huge um, thing. And it was created initially for funerals. Whoa. So dark, right? Initially, um, this song, this piece, this hymn, this um, this piece of music was all originally created for funerals. So to play it at a funeral. Um and it's also intended for what Catholics would believe is the day of wrath, um, where God will judge the living and the dead and who goes to heaven and to hell. Okay. So some deep, dark stuff. I know the day of reckoning, scary, right? But this piece, the Diezire was all constructed way back in the day. And it's been sampled down really just to those four notes and is used. I'm telling you everywhere. It's insane. So that's the origin of it. Um, the chant of itself, like the actual music of it, is in a minor mode, right? Or what was considered 
from the studies that I have, the research that I have, a Dorian mode, but it's mostly a minor mode today. Um, and it evicts that piece of sadness uh, in the intention to use for back then a funeral. But nowadays in movies and TV shows and whatever, it is used for something scary and something scary that usually is about to happen or just happened. There's this like amazing YouTube video out there. I'll link it down below. The YouTube video is from Vox and um, it's like five minutes. It's a super great watch. They, they spill it all. They show you a lot of really good examples. So again, I'm not like, I'm not gonna be able to play the examples here, right? Copyright and all that. But if you go watch that video, I'll link it below. They play all the examples where it's been used in movies, TV shows, like all these iconic moments. So go listen to that after this or pause and come back because they'll play you all the moments that has happened in history. A lot of the iconic moments. So I mentioned The Shining, right? Some other ones are Star Wars 4, um, Lion King, Lord of the Rings, It's a Wonderful Life, Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, that piece, that just those four notes, just that little melody, I'm telling you, it's everywhere. Okay? So that video will explain it all. They will sh they will play for you the examples. And they interview this guy. His name is Alex Ludwig. And I almost think it would be Ludwig, right? Like Ludwig von Beethoven. Come on. Full circle. Music. Classical. Alex Ludwig, he speaks in the video. He gives his side of what this is. He, his Twitter literally says, or his ex, whatever we call it these days, he is the Dies Irae guru. And it's so true because this guy has all these examples of all the times that the Dies Irae is used. And his position is, is listed on his, um, his ex, his Twitter, he's an associate professor and interim assistant chair of liberal arts at Berkeley college okay like huge school of music he is the master of this and he has all these examples so i even like way back in the day well like four years ago i even messaged him on twitter because i was like hey like um i think i found an example of the dda today and it's one else i'll talk about in a minute and so we were chatting about it he just seems so cool he seems so knowledgeable on his website so he, from Twitter, moving over to his website, which is linked there, if you want to read more, he has 245 examples of the DSEA. Okay? 245 examples. My guy, Alex, has all these examples. He has he has a ton of videos too, pointing out all the spaces that he's found them, um, spaces that have been submitted to him that he's found them. So the last submission that he has, number 245, is from 2022 from Oh my gosh, from Wednesday, the show, the Netflix show Wednesday. Okay, I need to go listen to this because I just watched this show when it came out from Wednesday, season one, episode one. Um, yeah, I think that's eight minutes in, it says. <clears throat> so eight minutes into the show itself of Wednesday on Netflix, uh, there's a DACA Day reference. And that's by Danny Elfman, iconic Nightmare Before Christmas. Hello, Nightmare. I'm telling you, you'll hear it. It'll just be like a little... Or it might be like... Some form of that. And like I said, it has it has a longer pattern. It does go da na 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 like it'll keep going. But that snippet, that four part melody is what's most commonly used. And what he has explained before is like it's either the full melody or it's just that little part, or it's even just that little part over and over and over and over. And that right there, what I just did, like fast like that, da na na na. 
A Nightmare Before Christmas, and I hope this doesn't get taken down. I don't think it will, but da-na-na-na. If you can picture A Nightmare Before Christmas, like halfway through when all the drama's going down, they're trying to do Christmas, you know, like they're making all the presents and stuff. There's a part where he, where one of the guys, and it's super low, it's like, he goes, making Christmas. And my friends and I reference it all the time, but that's literally the DAC a day. That is it. He says it really fast. Making Christmas. Iconic. Your brain is, 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 um is trained in a way too. like as we are younger and we start listening to music our brain is grows accustomed to hearing things and um whether they evoke something good whether they evoke something bad that's how when we hear something that's major or if we hear something that's minor we have a reaction to it we have a response to it our brain thinks like oh that sounds good or oh that sounds bad or or like whatever and even like to really segue here and get off topic i guess not segue when you hear chord progressions this is, let's say, this is in C major. Let's say that it then goes to a five major chord, so a G major, and then we can go to an A minor. This is a minor six chord. And then if we go to um, major four, your brain, this is like one of the most common chord progressions in the world. I have a whole post about it um, way back in the day. I guess I should make it again. But your brain from that is gonna wanna go to C major. And we call that a resolution. So that chord progression, uh, again, because it's so commonly used, it's like the most commonly used chord progression of all time. Your brain, our brains are typically, maybe not everybody, but like typically are trained to hear that chord progression so much and to hear what we want as a resolution, as a progression through music. Going from that and like being stuck on that, after hearing those chords, your brain's gonna be like, okay, I really wanna hear the progression, um, sorry, the resolution from that progression. Does that make sense? So all that to be said, the DSCRA, uh has been taught to us throughout our lives in this minor spooky sound. Um, and Alex Ludwig even says in that video that a lot of things are that are minor are taught to us to sound scary, to sound ominous, to sound negative or, or you know, have that negative connotation. And especially because the DSCRA goes down. rest but like it keeps going down in that format you know rather than like 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 hear how happy and fun that sounds because we're going up we're going we're staying major um versus that dark spooky scary skeletons kind of thing you know anyways let's talk about some other examples so the <laughs> i only went through one out of 245 well i guess i gave you two i gave you the nightmare one um next up so number 244 on his list, this is from Alex Ludwig, fresh off the press, only murderers in the building. Hello, I watched this show. How did I miss this one? Andor, season one, episode two, Halloween ends. I mean, come on, uh, Halloween ends. Uh, that's the third installment from the new Halloween um, movie situation. Uh, John and Cody Carpenter, come on, pop off. This is big stuff at one hour and 37 seconds in. He's got it. Then Stranger Things, episode four, uh, season four, episode five, Stranger Things. Come on. Recent, relevant. Hello. This is not just old school, right? This is like current stuff. White Lotus, season one, episode one. This is a perfect example. The entire, the entire um, theme song of White Lotus, at least for the first season, if you watched, I don't know if it's in the second season, if it's the same one, I can't remember. Um, the entire theme song is based on the Dies Irae. Oh my gosh, how did I not open the show with this? The theme song is all this like uncomfortable, like, wow. 
like it sounds crazy it sounds like spooky and it is enhanced right it's got like you know other things going on instrumentation wise but it is literally based on the progression of you guessed it the DACA. what more can i say you know what what more notes do we need okay we have squid games on here frozen 2 frozen 2 okay this is literally the example that i emailed messaged him on twitter about frozen 2 they use the DACA. They even spoke about it in an interview. The writers, the composers of the Frozen soundtrack, they literally, I'll have to link it down below. We'll have to watch it. Um, they literally talk about how they use the DACA. It's not the exact same progression. Like, it is a little bit different. It's not. But um, the main thing from Frozen 2, the... You know? It's a different pattern, right? Um, what's the song called? It's like the main song. I can hear you, but I won't. That one, it literally, I'm gonna have to look it up because now it's gonna bother me. Okay, duh, Into the Unknown. The main song from Frozen 2. Into the Unknown. Like all that other stuff, that is not the DSC, right? But the beginning of it, that when I heard that, I was like, that is it. And I was shook. So once again, relevant to our modern day right and just like secretly in there and the thing that i like about how alex ludwig has posted this he always says it's hidden in plain sight and it totally is it's right in front of us and we don't even really realize that it's there so frozen 2 main theme dsca confirmed by the composers confirmed i'll link it down below it was a good watch it was like a behind the scenes of them making the uh, the soundtrack, the compos you know, composing all the songs, having Idina Menzel in mind for like what she, you know, like as the main vocalist, but they snuck that in and they did that because when I heard it, I was shook. Okay. A lot of good examples here. Game of Thrones, Cloverfield Lane, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part two, Pirates of the Caribbean, Sweeney Todd. <sighs> I haven't, I, I have seen Sweeney Todd too many times and I don't, I don't recognize, I don't know when the reference, I have not clocked the reference. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, come on, hello, duh. Another Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets. Okay, so you get the picture, right? It's everywhere, it's everywhere. Okay, so yeah, all that being said, is this not like one of the coolest things ever? When I thought about bringing the podcast to life and the show and cool things I wanna talk about in music, the DSA had to be one of the first ones because the DSA does that. Um, no more, no more thoughts. I mean, that's it. That is like, that is the majority of what you need to know for the DACA. Shout out to Alex Ludwig, Ludwig for like all the research that he's done. I think this is just so cool. Such a cool concept. Um, cool that he has like, it's like a live grid on his website of all the current DACA that he's found. So let's keep finding them. The last one he had submitted was from 2022. So if there's more, when there's more, we got to keep them coming because yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, be sure to like and follow, subscribe, and you too can become a music major. We'll see you next time. Bye.